Hello, this is Sifu David. Welcome back to class. In this lesson today, we're going to be moving forward from where we've been in training um, the physical and spiritual warfare. You know, the last lessons that we did, they were talked about the stance, how important the stance was, how important it was to make sure that your stance is strong under you because that's where everything else will be set on, your upper part of your uh, uh, weaponry and spiritual warfare is going to be only as good as the stance. And then, of course, we talked about it spiritually that Jesus Christ told us that we need to build our house on the foundation, on a solid foundation, and not on sinking sand. So, you know, when you build your spiritual house on the firm foundation that's Christ Jesus, then when the strong winds blow or when the tempest comes, you know, when you're attacked by the enemy spiritually, you will um, not be destroyed because you have have you have uh, set your house and built your spiritual house on the rock that's Christ Jesus. He is the he has become the chief cornerstone. He has become the one where everything else is uh, built on. And so spiritually, we know that how important it is to build our our spiritual house on once again the foundation, the rock that's Christ Jesus, and to step back a couple of steps, once again, to make sure that when it comes down to physical contact, that we have a firm foundation stance to fight from. And we talked about some of the stances. What One of the stances that I mentioned in, in the lessons on stance was the horse riding stance. And so today in this lesson, as we move forward, we're, we're going to get into a very one of the probably the, the most important parts of physical and spiritual combat. We already know that we have to understand why that we need a instructor. We know that a good instructor will come to know us and know what our needs are, and he will make sure that we are, um, are, are um, taught properly based on each individual while at the same time dealing with the whole collective class, you might say in physical combat, in the dojo or in the instruction, we know that God is the very same way with us. He knows each and every one of us as individuals, deals with us as individuals, as individuals while at the same time dealing with the collective humanity because he can do that. And then we know we talked about falling, making sure that we have to learn how to fall. You can get injured, severely injured, or even killed in a fall physically. And if you fall spiritually and you don't know how to get back up from a fall through repentance or through a strengthening of your spirit through the prayer and reading of the word, then if you, the enemy knocks you down and you stay down and you don't get back up, that could be... Uh, Terrible for your eternity, whether it's physical or spiritual. So that we talked about that. And then we went into, once again, the stance. How important it is to have a firm stance. And now we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the breath. 
So this is going to be lesson number one of the breath. You know, I have here with me in my hands an uh, old book. I told you in one of the lessons that I have a library, a fairly extensive library of martial arts books that I have been collecting down through the year, down through the years. And this particular book that I have was published in uh, 1973, um, and it deals with Hungar Kung Fu, which is a Chinese art of self-defense. Hungar Kung Fu is a, a very powerful um, mid and long-range martial arts, mid and long-range Kung Fu style. But one of the things that really um, I got this book for was about the breath because it explains something that's gonna that we're gonna talk about over the next two to three classes or more if need be about the breath. It speaks of this region in your body called the tan tm, the tan tn rather. Uh, and so I want to do a little reading about this. And as I read this, I want I, I hope that you'll be patient and then listen to some of the terminology that this particular um, this particular publication speaks of. I use that word publication. I guess I should say reading about the tan tm. And once again, this is about the breath. This is about the breath of the of the martial artist. Uh, first off, and oh, and let me let me say something before I go further. I want you to keep in mind that it's going to mention some things in here that deal with, you know, Chinese uh, philosophy and and um, and things like that, you know, uh, Buddhism and things like that. But I've told you before, and I will continue to tell you that that is even though that's the, the it's a belief system for for um, Asia or for the uh, Chinese, the Japanese, you know, um, just Asia in general, Buddhism and Taoism and Taoism, that's all right. That's what they believe in. Um, we don't, I don't get off into that because I'm a Christian and I believe that the only way to get to, to the Father, through the Son, Jesus Christ. And so I told you before that these techniques and these things that I'll read about, they are body mechanics. Anybody can do them. Anybody can do these things without and learn these techniques and learn these um, uh, techniques for anything in the martial arts without being involved in the in the in the mysticism um, that comes along with them. So so once again, um, be uh, uh, be known. Let it be known to you that when I read these things, you can you can divest yourself of the of the uh, of the uh, Buddhism and the, and the and the mysticism once again, rather and the meditation things. Um, and just go directly to the body mechanics because we're talking body mechanics, but it's so important, y'all. It's good. It's so important because these body mechanics that it speaks of in this book are going to sound so much, sound so much to those of you that are already saved, for those of you that understand the Holy Spirit, that understand the breath, then this is going to sound so much to you like what you have heard of in the Bible. As we talk about the breath and the power that comes from the breath, so, but first we want to deal with the physical man because you you might have those of you out there that are getting involved in the martial arts and you know you're listening to this and getting maybe little tips from it 
Um, these are something that I've been training in today, this breath that we're going to talk about. I've been training in this thing for a long time, um, a couple of two or three decades or more. And what it says in here about this breath is absolutely true. It absolutely works. So before you poo-poo it or before you just disregard it, listen to what it says. And then you might think about how you can, wherever you're at, whatever state that you're in, train yourself and train your breath so that the, your physical man or woman can be more powerful, more calm, uh, be able to think better, uh, be able to take uh, pain better, and if you're a fighter, be more powerful in your kicks and in your punches. So this breath is very important. This breath is a part of all martial arts, and especially it seems like in Kung Fu, this breath is really um, focused on quite a bit. So the Tantium, uh, whenever one blocks or strikes, his force or jin, uh, that's what uh, uh, the Chinese uh, word for uh, force is, his force or jin should be uh, released instinctively from the lower abdominal region. This spontaneous reaction is developed through tan tian training and is very significant. Tan tian is a point within the hypogastric region, which is about three inches below the navel, and nowadays you you heard it you hear it being called the core, exercising your core, strengthening your core. Okay, and Asian philosophy, in Asian philosophy, especially to practitioners of yoga and to the Zen or Chan school of Buddhism, Tantian is the essence of life, uh, the focal point for both mental and physical forces from which a spiritual unification is derived. A coming together of the mind and soul and spirit is what they're talking about there. A beginning student learns Tan Tien from a, listen to this, a horse riding stance. So the horse riding stance that we talked about in our last two lessons, the stance, is used to develop this Tan Tien, to develop this breathing. So, he, re he releases his strength, the practitioner, he releases his strength from all parts of his body and concentrates it within his tan tien, so that his body's, his body's center of gravity is lowered and held firmly below his navel. A person shoved in an upright position loses his balance, and balance is something that we'll be talking about later on down the line, his balance easily, but a boxer who has learned to Anchor his strength within the lower abdominal region is rooted to the ground like a tree. He becomes immovable because his foundation, listen to this, this is great stuff, is firm and solid. Through proper training, a boxer's tantian can be filled with the power of his entire body. His abdominal region becomes the primary source of strength. For this reason, training of force or Jin is directed to one's tan tien. So this powerful uh, training that we're going to be talking about over the next, I'm going to give it four classes because I think you deserve uh, for me to take the time with you so that you can understand this 
if those of you that will take the time to learn, and you can use it physically. You can begin now. Uh, you know, stretching was one of the things that I forgot to mention in, in, our, in one of our previous classes, flexible, being flexible. Being flexible helps you to be able to move faster. That was one of the things, so uh, um, forgive me for not um, covering that, you know, real quick. But So flexibility was one of the things that we talked about. But now, once again, this these next few lessons are going to be extremely important to you. Uh, let me say something because before I run out of my my time of uh, training on today, when I was in, I've been in the martial arts for many years. In 1988, and for most of the period of my training, I was a smoker. I started smoking when I was a teenager. Uh, and I was a smoker. In 1987, when I began to take Wing Chun Kung Fu, at the end of the classes, I realized when I got home how tired I felt and how my chest was. And I realized that during some of the training that we would do, that my breathing was very erratic and it, it was it kind of burned in my throat uh, because in, in Kung Fu, breathing is extremely important, as it talks about in here. So what happened then is I realized that I was going to have to quit smoking because it was, it, was, it was hindering my ability to really learn and grasp the total fighting art, which was breathing was the utmost part of that. So, uh, I thank God that I was able to, at that was that time, I don't know if y'all remember the cigarette, uh, the cigarette kits that you could buy from the convenience stores that came with a couple of little pills in there and they came with a little tape. And, um, it says, if you follow this to the number, follow this to the letter for a certain amount of time, then you would be able to quit smoking. And believe it or not, my friends, I bought one of those uh, uh, cigarette uh, kits, and I followed it word for word. I listened to the, the, the at the time, the, um, the um, cassette. I listened to the cassette in the car when I was driving, you know, and I, I did the things. And within, a, within about, I think it took me about eight days, if I'm not mistaken, or not quite that long, I had quit smoking. And I have not smoked a cigarette since then, and that was in 19... Once again, that was in 1987 uh, when I started taking Wing Chun Kung Fu. Actually, I actually stopped smoking in 1988 because it took me about a year to understand, to realize that I wasn't going to be able to train properly until I could clear my lungs. So, uh, needless to say, I quit smoking. And from then up until this point, I have trained my breathing so that... Um, I can breathe properly. I was always a kind of, I've always been an anxious person type. Um, I was nervous when I was a child. But I can actually say now through the proper training and understanding of the need to be able to settle in physical combat that I'm not like that as much as I used to be. Um, I have a better control over my body, the physical man, by proper breathing. So in our next class in... When it comes down to breath, we will pick up where we left off. I have a little bit more reading to do as we talk about breath, and there's going to be some very interesting things in there, and we're going to be able to start making the connection between physical combat and spiritual combat. And being total men, you know, uh, from the inside to the outside, from the spiritual to the physical, we are total Human beings, that's what God has made of us. And we, we, he has a, a great way for us to be healthy, both physically and spiritually, and to be able to fight and secure 
ourselves both physically and spiritually if we learn the lessons well that we can be taught both in physical combat but even greater once again because it has a greater eternal outcome in the spiritual combat. So with that, this is Sifu David. See you next class.